I'm Meg Dahl, your Unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Unbreakable You podcast. I am so excited to dive into today's chat with JD Angles because we are chatting about human design and how to use your human design energy type and everything that comes with that and how to use that and really um, live in alignment with your business and your career path. And actually chatting about business is one of my favorite things to do. As you know, I'm an entrepreneur, so I love this topic. And JD Angles, who is our guest, today. She's actually my go-to girl for all things human design. So whenever I have a question about my personal human design, I book a call with JD. She is amazing and she's also one of my business partners. So the Nourished and Free Collective, you're familiar with the Nourished and Free Collective. So behind the collective. We have this incredible team of nourished and free leaders, which really, um, it's our team that makes everything possible inside the nourished and free collective. And we're supporting our members together. So I actually founded the nourished and free collective back in 2016 And over the years, I've welcomed business partners into my business with me. And now they help me and support me in um, growing the Nourished and Free Collective. And JD Ingalls is one of those incredible Nourished and Free leaders that I have the opportunity to work with. So she is our basically like our in-house human design educator, and she adds so much goodness into my personal life, but she also adds so much education and resources into the Nourished and Free Collective. So if you are a member of the collective, take note, um, you probably already know this if you're active in our private Facebook group, but JD actually goes live every month and does human design trainings for us. So as a member, you actually have free access to JD and her resources and her knowledge and how um, to better your understanding of human design and really embrace that within your own life. JD also records monthly meditations for our members specific to their human design type. So if you are a member, be sure you're in our private Facebook community to join JD's monthly human design trainings, but also log into Nurse and Free School and dive into all of our guided meditations. I record guided meditations for our 
our members every single month. All new content goes live on the first of every month. So it's hard to believe we're already more than halfway through May. And so just a heads up there for our members, new content will be loaded into Nourished and Free School come June 1st. And the reason why I talk about this is, like I said, JD releases new human design content inside Nourished and Free School every month as well. And we have guided meditations for your human design type and all of the energy centers within you. So I've really been loving those um, guided meditations. And there's just, um, anyways, With all that being said, JD is hands down my go-to resource for learning about human design and how I can better live in alignment and be true to my personal human design. So JD has actually been on the show multiple times before and I grabbed those episode numbers for you. So today is episode 112 And if you want to go back and familiarize yourself a little bit more with human design and learn how to grab your own human design chart, I've been using um, the genetic matrix chart. Um, It works really well. Another one that JD recommends is my body graph. So definitely go check those out. I can link those up in the show notes. But um, JD was on previously in episode 95, and she actually did an entire reading, we recorded her doing a reading of my personal human design chart. So if you're interested in like if you hear me talking about, oh, she did a human design reading for me and you're interested in learning what a reading actually like looks and sounds like and all the takeaways you'll get from your reading, definitely check out episode 95. And then she was also in episodes 66 and 40, where we talked about um, being an empath and just like a highly sensitive person. And then also diving into things like human design or Enneagram types, astrology, all of those um, really fun things um, that allowed us to to get to know ourselves better. But um, human design specifically, go back to episode 95 and you'll learn so much from JD and what a birth chart reading, or I should say a human design chart reading actually looks like. So um, with all that being said, JD's amazing. And I'm so excited um, for you to learn from her this week. And no matter what you do for business, guys, like whether you're an entrepreneur like myself and like JD, or if you do have kind of your quote unquote um, normal type of job, I guess, um, this episode is really, really great. And there will be so many takeaways regardless of your career path right now. And I really love that JD in this episode sprinkles in um, some of the conditionings that each of us um, pick up throughout our life based on our energy type and how those conditionings can show up in our career life. So I found that 
so fascinating and mine was like right on the money. So I'm really excited for you guys to listen to that as well. And then um, just before we get over to my interview with JD, please note that I am still teaching essential oils classes every Tuesday and Thursday for the remainder of the month of May. So on Tuesdays, you can hop in my Zoom room at 5 p.m. Mountain Time for my intro to essential oils class. And then on Thursdays, I teach my hormones and essential oils class at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. So if you want to register for my classes, they're free, by the way, and they take place on Zoom. Just head to megdoll.com slash classroom. So I will be teaching one tomorrow if you're listening to this on Wednesday when this episode comes up out and we will be diving into how to use your your essential oils for your hormones and experience better periods because of it. So I love teaching that class and I'm excited to see you there. Now let's get over to this chat I have with JD. It's so good. Um, You're definitely going to want to pull some quotes from this episode for inspiration because JD drops a lot of great questions, especially when it comes to deconditioning. All right. Hey, JD, welcome to the show for like the millionth time. I will always keep inviting you on this show. I love being on your show. It's such a great show. You're definitely like the most returned guest in history. Maybe because I'm always um, learning new things and then sharing them with you excitedly. Yeah, that. And you're also like my go-to girl for all things human design. And we're a huge fan of human design over here. Yeah. Because of your influence, of course. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, you've been on this show multiple times. So... You don't need to really give yourself a formal introduction. And I gave you a little bit of an introduction already. But basically, I wanted to have you on, not just because you're my go-to girl for all things human design, but you're also a business partner of mine. And I find human design so fascinating in like all the ways. But one area that really interests me about human design is like how you can use human design like in your business, you know? And I mean, you and I are both entrepreneurs. As I mentioned before, we actually work together. We have a team together. And I thought we could talk a little bit about how you can really like embrace your energy type within your business. And I guess you don't have to be an entrepreneur to do that, obviously, but I'm sure there's like based on your energy type, because I know like me being a manifester, I've read that like a typical nine to five type of job probably wouldn't suit me very well, right? So there's probably 
different types of career paths that might suit energy types a little bit better than others. So do you think that might be like a good place for us to start today? Yeah, why not? Let's just dive into the pool. Yeah. Um, So just to remind you, if you haven't um, dove into human design yet, there are five energy types. And so Meg mentioned one, manifestors. There's also generators, manifesting generators, projectors, and reflectors. And each one of us has a different um, aura or energy around us. And I can sound kind of woo-woo or abstract, but it's actually like... You know, when you like walk to have a conversation with someone and you get that initial feeling, that's what you're feeling. You're feeling their energy. You're feeling their aura. Um, And so we each have a different type of aura um, and it really influences how we give off energy, how like we give how other people feel us and also how um, we interact with that person. So it's kind of a two way exchange. So um Each energy type has a strategy and an authority. um, And um, those are both, you know, full on topics that we could go into for an hour. Um, But maybe we'll just dive into um, the strategy of each energy type, because it's really like, that's the place to start. Once you know your energy type, the next place to go is what is your strategy? And it's like your decision-making strategy. So it's going to help you make big decisions in your life, being career being one of them, like from how you line up your day to like making a big career move. Um, so for manifestors, their strategy is to initiate and then inform. So manifestors energy comes in bursts. So they don't have the sacral center lit up like a generator would. So a generator has this second square from the bottom. That's the sacral center. And it's the center of workforce and life force energy. And it's really fueled by like desire and really being lit up by things. Um, so as long as a generator is doing what they're lit up by, they can kind of go and go and go. So they might do well or thrive in a nine to five um, more so than a non-energy type, someone who doesn't have that sacral lit up. However, anybody can work in a nine to five. It's just how you would approach it. You'd want to approach it differently. So let's say you are a non-energy type, like a projector that doesn't have a sacral center or any of the motor centers lit up. So there's four motor centers. We've got the root, the sacral, the heart, and the solar plexus. So if you have any one of those energy centers, you at least have a motor center that you can kind of get some generated energy from. Um, So there are some projectors who have some of these and there are some who do not. Same with manifestors. Um, So if you don't have any of these energies, motor centers, it can be challenging to get that like go energy. Um, So what tends to happen is you can pick up on that energy from the people you're around and you amplify it. So you become super productive or get this super burst of energy. And then when you're not around those people, it's like gone (laughs) and you're like, where did my energy go? Um, So it's a little bit more inconsistent in that way. So if you don't have a motor center, what's recommended in human design is that you give energy out for about two to three hours a day. And then you spend the rest of the day kind of in your own process and process is really influenced by your profile. So that's the two numbers that will be, um, in your uh, design. So you'll always have a number between one and three, and then a number between four and six. And 
gosh, we could go into that too. But um, so yeah, that's kind of it for energy versus non-energy types. And then, so let's get back to manifestors. So they'll come and they'll get creative bursts. So let's look at this wave of energy and maybe you can explain to us what that feels like, Meg, since you're a manifestor. Sure. That's cool um, to chime in here for sure. And I mean, JD, you've known me for years and you and I have just like gotten closer and closer over the years as time has passed and you'll know that (laughs) I can bombard you with um some texts or like voice messages and stuff like that with when I'm getting all of these ideas and inspiration and yeah I definitely I have heard them call be called urges before like this like manifestor urge and as soon as I heard it um be referred to as that I was like oh my gosh that is what it is like that's exactly how it feels like for me like I'll get this just intense urge to create something or you know just like put something together in some type of way and it's kind of like everything else that I was focusing on before that's just kind of like not even there and I'm just focusing on this new idea that I have and I'm like okay this has to be done and sometimes most of the time I'll get like three to five ideas all at once and yeah it's it's really interesting but then it definitely does come in like these bursts right so I feel very like oh my gosh I need to do all the things because I'm really lit up to do all the things and then I definitely go through this period where I'm just like blah and I'm not really feeling (laughs) like doing anything so then I'm like pulling out more of my like high vibe oils all the time because I was like okay get me back into this like zone for sure so that's kind of like how it feels for me yeah yeah amazing and that just like triggered clarity for me. So as a generator, our strategy is to respond. So that's why I love like interviews like this, because you're giving me ideas and then I'm responding to them. And it helps me elaborate on concepts so much more than just like writing it down, for example. So let's say like to give you all an example of how each of the energy energy types could work together in like a team situation. Since yeah. Our team have all the five types. Meg gets a creative urge, let's say, to create something. And manifestors are meant to initiate. They get the ball rolling. They get things started. And a lot of times they provide the big vision for things. And let's say then you text me, right? Because you're getting these urges. And then I get excited about all these things. I'm like, oh, what about this? And I'll help with this. And I want to do this. Same thing with an MG. And And a manifesting generator can move even more quickly than a generator. Typically, they tend to... Um, move at a quicker pace and they might be doing multiple things at once and that's okay. So, um, for an MG that's totally aligned to be doing multiple things. So then you've got your generators that are going to take the ball and like carry it forward. And then you've got the projectors who can come in and be like, okay, maybe they're not carrying the ball forward, but they're saying, carry it this way. So they're teaching you how to do it more efficiently, do it more effectively, making small tweaks. And then we've got the reflectors, the wise reflectors who can kind of feel the energy of all of it and tell all of us what we need to be doing to make it the best possible outcome. So they're kind of like those wise guides in the center that aren't 
maybe aren't carrying the balls either, but they're telling us how to do it and what's going to be the best for everyone involved. And just hearing you describe that, I could totally like visualize our team coming together and like doing the things that we do. So that makes so much sense because, and I'm sure this makes a lot of sense with just like my energy type, but I'll get this idea and I share it with you guys as a team. And then, I don't know, there's like, I have this idea and I can see it all coming together, but then I have another idea and it's like, okay, but I need help with like this last idea, you know? So that makes sense where to like really harness like the generators and the manifesting generators, like that's where they would really shine, like taking that vision and really like running with it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then of course, like, so within our body graphs, we have nine energy centers, and then we have these lines coming off of them and the lines represent gates. And if there's a line connecting one energy center to another, that's a channel. So there are specific gates and channels that can, um, kind of give a unique gift to how they approach it. So like, the, so I have one channel um, that connects the G center, which is your identity center. And it's the center of like um, direction and purpose and meaning and love. Um, and it's connected directly to my throat, which is like a manifestation center. So if your throat is defined, which yours is, of course, because you're a manifester, you're really meant to share your truth in this lifetime. You're really meant to speak things. Whereas if somebody has an open throat, maybe not speaking isn't the most powerful thing for them. Maybe they write it or they draw it or they communicate it in a different way than verbally. And also, if you have an open throat, you might be meant to be a voice for truth for others. So it may not be all about your truth specifically, but about like the broader truth, the more collective truth. But anyway, so this this channel is called the channel of the alpha and it's a gate of leadership. So I just naturally tend to move into leadership positions and that's literally happened in every job I've ever had, even being like a student, I'd be asked to be a student aide for a teacher, or I worked in uh, retail, they would ask me to be a manager of the retail store. So it's just kind of a natural flow for me to be in leadership positions. So that is, um, it's important for me to embrace that to kind of, you know, really express my fullness in the world. Whereas somebody who may not have that gate, they maybe they don't want to be in a leadership role, maybe they want to be working behind the scenes. And that's where they feel best, right? Mm -hmm. Or let's say they have, um, the tastemaker gate. So they're better at like pulling together the trends and showing us what's going to be the best, you know, like what's coming down the pipe that everybody's going to be interested in. Or maybe somebody's really good at marketing things, but they don't want to be the one that's like leading the charge. So yeah, there's a lot of different areas of the body graph that can influence how we show up in our work. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, even like with like the profile and the gates and everything, like there's Obviously, we could get real deep here for sure. Yeah, but okay, so we got an overview kind of of how if all of the energy types came together as a team, which I think it's so cool how our Nourished and Free team of leaders, we have all five energy types, which is like probably not super common seeing as how like manifestors and reflectors especially aren't often come by, right? 
right? They're much more rare. So manifestors are around like 8% of the population and reflectors 1% of the population. So, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And I know the reflector on our team, she's really great at like kind of feeling the energy of everyone and kind of giving that like overall insight. So I think it would maybe be fun. Let's say someone's listening right now. They know their energy type and they're not happy with the work they're doing. Yeah. Do you think that's like a good topic to dive into now? Like, do you have some insight um, for each of the energy types? Maybe if they are in a job or a career path that they're really not feeling aligned with, maybe you have some like words of wisdom for them based on their energy type and like where they should maybe be looking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I honestly would come back to strategy. So we mentioned the manifestor strategy, which is to initiate and to inform. So um, if you are feeling blocked in your career as a manifestor, are you honoring your creative urges? And also, if you are honoring your creative urges, are they going towards something that you actually are passionate about? Or are you giving all your energy out to something that doesn't matter to you, that's not value aligned for you? And then are you taking breaks like are you working in an environment which allows you to work for a burst and then rest and then work for a burst and then rest which maybe as an entrepreneur you can do a little bit more easily than if you are working in a nine to five Mm -hmm. um that would be really important for manifestors i would say for projectors um are you recognizing your own value? So projectors are meant to wait for the invitation, but you don't just have to sit around doing nothing, waiting for that dream job to come to you. Start recognizing um, and putting together a vision of what that actually looks like and what that actually feels like for you. And then start recognizing how worthy you are of that just by being yourself and start showing up as if you're already living that life. And then you're going to draw in those opportunities to you. You're going to open up your aura for those opportunities to drop in as a generator type. So as generators or manifesting generators, are you doing what lights you up? So it's really common for generators because they have that sacral energy to be giving energy to things that don't matter to them to be, they fall into this sense of like, I'm responsible for this, or I have to do it this way, or I'm, you know, this is my duty and I have to, it's the cross I have to bear sort of, um, mentality. And so what I would say for generators is start asking yourself, what are the things you're doing in your daily life that feel like a no? And it's really important to be able to tune into your gut response Mm -hmm. um, for generators. So a lot of us are conditioned to think from the mind, like make a pro con list and think rationally and logically about things. But that's, um, as far as like authority centers, only a couple percent of the population have mental authority. So most of us aren't supposed to be making decisions from the mind. The mind can give us input, but it's not the final say. And so for generators, their gut is the final say, that sacral response. And so if it's a yes, it's going to feel expansive. It's going to feel like butterflies. It's going to make you want to move in your seat and you get really excited and animated and you maybe want to squeal like that's a yes. Um, a no can feel like a contraction of pulling away, maybe like, um, a scowl on your face or tightening your lips, um, and getting really tight in your body. And it just feels like, uh, -uh, like you want to say, no, (laughs) that feels like a no, but also 
crickets, silence, nothing can also mean no, or it could mean I need more information, or can you ask me in a different way, or can you ask me again later? So um, start tuning into that as a generator Mm. and paying attention to what feels like a yes and doing more of that and what feels like a no and letting some of that go. Because right now, if you're doing a bunch of things that feel like no or like I have to and it feels heavy and it feels blah, you're just clogging your aura so that it cannot, it really can't receive new opportunities. Okay. So that's what I would say for generators. And then um, for reflectors, it's all about your environment. So what environments do you feel amazing in? Do you feel like how you want to feel? Do you feel alive? Do you feel focused? Do you feel creative? What environments allow you to feel that way and start spending your time around those places and those people because you how you feel is a direct reflection of your environment wow it's so cool how it's so different for each energy type and I I feel like that's why I like human design so much is it's just like so different from each energy type it's so cool and just going back to what you said about projectors I actually got shivers when you were talking about projectors I have a really close friend who's a projector and I feel like she feels kind of like frustrated in like the whole waiting situation Mm -hmm. right so I really love how you said to really like start visualizing things and almost like going through life acting as though that's already happened for you Completely. right do you find that something for projectors that they get kind of like um frustrated with like the whole waiting thing yeah they can become really kind of disillusioned with the world and um yeah, I mean, it's not fun to wait, and almost all of us have to wait. So you're not alone, protectors. Right. Manifestors can initiate without waiting, but um, generators have to wait to respond, and reflectors are waiting a full lunar cycle to make a decision. So we're all in this waiting game with you, and um, the more we can all start showing up as if we're living our ideal life, the more we're energetically drawing those things in like a magnet. Mm -hmm. And that goes for everyone, right? Yeah. Yeah. And for everything, like not even career wise, but I know I've talked about like my health history on this show before, obviously. And as soon as I started acting and like going through my day to day life as though my health goals already happened, not even like a week later, they happened, right? It's really powerful. Mm-hmm. And you're extra powerful as a manifester. That's super powerful. Every single time you say that, you just make me feel super special. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so another question, and this actually came from my projector friend. So she does not have like the defined sacral. Obviously, I feel like generators only have defined sacrals right Mm -hmm. so with her being a projector she's working really long hours and Mm -hmm. that's obviously not like super aligned with her energy type Mm -hmm. and I know that she's obviously not the only person in the entire world 
that is working a kind of like a nine to five plus job, right? I'm sure there's some lawyers, for an example, that are, you know, um, non-sacral beings and they're just putting in such long hours. And what would you say to those types of people that are trying to make that job or that career work, but um, they're also trying to do their best living according to their human design. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple of different paths that they could take if they're kind of at this crossroads. And one would be to like start considering if this career is where you want to be right now. And any answer is okay. If it's yes, I'm not ready to move out of this career right now, that's totally fine. So I would say if you are in a career that feels misaligned from your energy type, but you're not ready to move out of that career, where can you focus on in the other areas of your life to optimize your energy? So in your hours before work and after work, how can you really luxuriate and rest? How can you really luxuriate in self-care? Um, and is there a way within that nine to five hours where you can give out your energy less? So is there kind of behind the computer, behind the scenes work that you can do most of the day where you don't have to be front facing and giving out energy? Um, and there are probably, if you go through your day, some tweaks that you can make to, to make that possible, you know, where you're not always on. So can you like take breaks between clients and do a little quick three minute breath work or visualization. Um, what's your digestion type and are you eating for your digestion type? Because that's going to help optimize your energy. And what does your daily routine look like? And that would depend on your top left arrow, if, whether it's pointing left or right. And how can you organize your daily routine for your energy type? So there's a lot of opportunity outside of just work that you can begin to optimize your energy and align with your energy um, so that it can support you in this one area where you're not ready to move into greater alignment. Okay. That's awesome. Great response. Thank you. I'm sure that's going to help so many people. And, um, I am going to ask a question, not just for myself, obviously, because I feel like we've, you and I together, um, in our sessions and uh, all the other times we've chatted, you've helped me a lot with this, but for those manifestors who are similar to me and they're trying to work on like the whole informing aspect of things like how can that that simple um, task of like keeping people informed how can that look but also how would that like change things for us right because I know for me personally that's something that I think I've struggled with a little bit it's just kind of like oh, like no one really cares what I'm up to. So I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. And then I'll just like share it with people. But ever since diving more into human design with you, I've really realized like, wow, it actually does make a huge impact, like sharing these things with people and informing, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, 
I love that example that you just shared. And also it kind of calls back to the example we gave earlier when you like texted me when you're having a creative urge and then I get super excited. So it's like when we're all following our strategies, we work together in a way that builds something bigger than any of us could do alone. So I would say take heart if you're a manifester because similar to like the generator conditioning that we just have to do what we're doing and it's duty and it's heavy. Similarly, for a lot of manifestors, there's this like karma or conditioning that like nobody cares what I have to say. Nobody really cares what I'm up to. So I'm just going to like stay in my own lane and like get it done. Right. I'll do it all myself. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I definitely struggle with the I'll just do it all myself. Yeah. And and I can understand why, too, because you have this very clear vision of how everything could get done and you can move pretty quickly when you're in a creative urge. You can get a lot done so you can move the ball along pretty quickly. Um, But like you said, you are always making space for a new creative urge to come in. And so when you can kind of pass that baton or the ball over to like a generator who's like more than excited to carry it forward, um, you make space for those other creative urges to come in and those new ideas that kind of brought in the vision. Um, so I would say just keep that in mind that the more you can inform what you're up to, the more people are going to want to jump onto your train. The more mm. people are going to want to jump onto your team and say, Hey, I would love to support you in this. Hey, can I help you with this? Or, you know, projectors might come in and be like, Hey, what if you did it this way? And it'd be even easier, or it would have an even bigger impact. So, um, the more you open yourself up to that, the more you open yourself up to possibility for it to be even bigger and even broader than you could have imagined. And for you to be even more supportive than you thought was possible. Yeah. And I definitely have witnessed that and like, just experience that ever since working with you and really like leaning into that informing aspect of my energy type. So thank you for that. Of course. What does informing look like for you right now? Uh, Basically, like when I do have those creative urges or any like downloads or ideas, like I've been reaching out to people that I know will like vibe with me or they'll understand and obviously you being one of those people like even for this podcast like I just was on a walk one day I think and I just got this idea I was like hey it'd be really cool to have JD on the podcast to chat about specifically business related things um and how it can relate to our human design type so I just text you and then we have a new course releasing um, into Nourished and Free School June 1st. And, you know, it could be something totally that I just like did all by myself because I have that vision, like you said, and then I can just go do it all by myself without telling anyone until May 31st or whatever. Right. <laughs> and I've done that in the past for sure. And this time I was like, okay, I have this idea. I'm going to reach out to you and share this idea with you. And I feel like that's really helped me for sure. And then also just like even showing up on Instagram stories too, because a large part of my business is social media and getting out of that conditioning that like no one cares what I have to say and you know just kind of sharing randomness that in the back of my head you're thinking like uh no one really cares about this but then you share it anyways um because 
it actually does matter, you know? It really does. And I would say as an entrepreneur, especially like someone who has like a lifestyle brand, you know, um, the more you're sharing your daily routine and activities and things that seem like, why does anybody care what kind of tea I'm drinking? Well, it all like influences like the flavoring and coloring of your vision, of your brand, of your train that people want to jump on. So they're like, I drink that tea or I do that or, you know, or, oh, I really want to try that. And it just makes them, allows them to get a better feel for your energy, to get a better, better feel for what you're into, for what you're interested in, for where you're going. And um, it really allows people to like jump on your train more easily because they feel like they know you then you know? So cool. Yeah. Okay. So something that I realized we've talked about like conditioning for manifestors. So us kind of thinking like, Oh, what we have to say doesn't really matter. So we're just going to keep our nose down and keep working away and not really tell anyone. And then for you being a generator, you can grab or hold on to that conditioning of like, Oh, things just have to be hard. And like, I'm just gonna like trudge through it. And just you saying that I totally thought of Scott and like, he's also a generator. Right. And, and I know when I met him, like he was doing a completely different job and I was just like, you don't have to be doing that forever, you know? And so I could just like see that conditioning when you we're talking about that. So to be fair, let's touch on like those maybe business related conditionings or the common conditionings for each energy type and how that might impact their business. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say for projectors, the most common conditioning is to believe that they need to keep up with energy types that they should be able to do it all, that they should be able to work a nine to five, no problem. And then go do, you know, a I don't know, cardio kickboxing session and then go do like just to be able to go, go, go because there's so many people around them because generator types make up 70% of the population. So they're surrounded by all these energy types and they feel like when they're in their energy, they feel like they're an energy type, right? Because they're picking up on that energy. So they're like, I should be able to do it all too. I can do it all too. And then they get home and they're completely exhausted and burnt out. So it's really about honoring their unique gifts and skills and really unlearning the idea that you have to be forceful in the world. You have to be going 24 seven. You have to be the first one in and the last one out to make an impact because you don't, you can show up for two solid hours a day and make an incredible impact, a bigger impact. And because you are a projector and you can pick up on that sacral energy from those around you, you amplify that energy. So you get a lot more done quicker than they do. Like you speed right through it. So two hours for you can be incredibly productive. So it's Mm -hmm. really just deconditioning that idea that, you know, you have to work more hours is better, for example, or working harder is the best way to go about it, which isn't always true. It's more about working smarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then for reflectors, man, I mean, I think the biggest conditioning for them is that they should know who they are 100% and that they should be super solid in who they are because they don't have any defined energy centers. So they really don't have anything defined besides some gates in their chart about them. So what that means is you're going to feel completely different from one day to the next. You're going to feel completely different in one place versus another. You're going to feel completely different around one group of people versus another. So it's really important for you to embrace that chameleon nature about Mm -hmm. yourself because you have so much wisdom to bring from that way. You basically, you get to be every single person walking on the planet. You get to experience what it is 
like to be every single person. And like, that's incredible. That's an incredible source of wisdom that you can then share. So don't try to pigeonhole yourself into one identity because that's really not who you are. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's kind of like for reflectors, not feeling like you have to be one thing and like that expert in one thing, you know, because they really are chameleons. And I feel like I can like relate to that just kind of like with some of the Gemini traits that I have, you know, and how you can just kind of be a chameleon. I feel like any Gemini listening to this show right now could relate to that for sure. Yeah. And I would also say if you, and you look in your body graph, um, if you have an open G center, which is the diamond in the middle, if that's white for you, you also are more of a chameleon. You're not meant to have like a very set identity direction, purpose, like that's going to shift and change for you over time, depending on your profile. And also one thing that we haven't brought up yet is our incarnation crosses, which is something you and I talked about. Yeah. And, um, in human design, it said that it makes up about 70% of what our soul came to learn. So like 70% of our life lessons. So if you are any energy type and you're feeling lost in your career, I would look to your conscious sun gate which is going to be, if you look it up on mybodygraph.com, it's going to be the top gate on the la- the right. It's your, it's black in color. Um, it'll be that top square. And then also look up your incarnation cross. Um, so that's really going to give you an idea of like the main themes that you came in to offer the world or to learn yourself. So. Yeah. Okay. So the incarnation cross, I feel like that would be such a great thing for people to look at and kind of like reflect on that and how it relates to their business or how it's not relating and how they can maybe be living more in alignment with that. That's so spot on. Yeah. I'm happy you brought that up. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like 192 incarnation crosses. So there's a ton. (laughs) Um, but briefly, like what, what I could say here in this call is that, um, if you look at your profile, um, and you have a small number before your bigger number, so like you are a two, four, that means that you have an interpersonal karma, um, an intrapersonal karma. So you are learning your main soul lessons internally in this mm-hmm. lifetime. It's more about like what you're experiencing and what you're learning about yourself that is moving your soul along. That's like allowing you to grow into the fullness of who you are. If you have a large number before the small number, like myself, I'm a five, two, I have a transpersonal karma. So I feel most connected to my true self when I'm interacting with others, when I'm helping others, when I'm sharing with others, that's when I feel fully lit up and on. Wow, that makes so much sense. Yeah. yeah, so cool. Okay, so fun question, just to get to know you more, what is your incarnation cross and your, it's called the conscious sun? Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, so your conscious sun will just be one of the gates. Mm-hmm. Um, so my conscious sun gate is gate 25. Um and it's, you'll see a little decimal after each one of the numbers. And that's one of the lines, just like your profile has lines, each gate has a line and that'll influence the flavor of that gate for you. So for me, it's 28 and that is the gate of the game player, the gate of challenge. Sometimes it's called the gate of struggle. So it's like my default setting is struggle, which, you know, on top of being a generator where my conditioning is like, I need to struggle. So, and I've totally experienced this in the past, but when I live in alignment with my strategy, which is to respond, right? And listening to my sacral authority, 
a lot of those struggles go away because it becomes very clear where I should be spending my time and energy and how I want to be showing up. So it's really about thinking about the struggle or like the challenge that I want to engage in. And then when things are challenging in my life, embracing them as just that, like embracing that as a challenge. And like, I kind of get this like warrior energy. Like I can do this. I can take this on. I can thrive through this. And when I have that energy, I learn so much and I get like this, like the generator, like push of energy to like embrace that challenge, to tackle that challenge versus like feeling small and shrinking and weak and like it's going to um win me over overcome me um so that's my conscious son Mm -hmm. Um, and I have a fifth line and the fifth line is all about like teaching and sharing um and it's kind of this hero energy like wanting to save the day for others so once I learn how to develop this like mental resilience and this mental toughness I get a lot of passion out of sharing the tools and the resources that can support other people in overcoming challenges in their life. Yeah. And you can totally see that in your business too. Yeah. So yours is 28 decimal five. Five. Okay. So mine is 15 decimal two. Yeah. Okay. So the gate of extremes. Yeah. And then what is your incarnation cross? The incarnation cross is the left angle cross of alignment. So for me, it's a left angle because it's transpersonal karma, meaning I, um, my main soul lessons are going to be in how I share with others and show up for others. And there's a lot to do with like providing, making sure like people's basic needs are met and um, providing for the tribe through like, not through like giving them the actual resources, but educating them so that they can like create the resources themselves. So that like is my business is called Empowered Practice. And mm-hmm. that's what it's all about is like helping people align with the core of who they are and empowering them to take charge of their own health so that they don't have to feel like a victim to anything that happens in their life anymore. It's also, I think, what drew me to um, doTERRA as a business because they're so humanitarian in their focus and they wouldn't have to work with local growers around the world and they wouldn't have to partner with people to, you know, bolster their economies. They wouldn't have to build health centers and they wouldn't have to build schools and they wouldn't have to partner with charities. Um, but those are all things separately that I would want to be doing anyway if so I wasn't cool. working for a company that's already doing that. So it's super aligned with my values. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. And your practice was called that even prior to you diving into human design. So I think that's just so fascinating, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, even like you, like your uh, incarnation cross is like all about embracing like the all of life and really from a position of loving yourself unconditionally and how powerful that can be in the world. And you've been doing that for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's, basically the work I've been doing ever since I've started doing any type of work, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. so cool. Um, so I really do encourage everyone listening to actually go check out their conscious sun and also their incarnation cross, because I think that's such a cool place. Like if you're familiar with your energy type, that's a really cool place to dive into next. I mean, there's so many areas to dive into for sure. And you guys, if you're not yet following JD on Instagram yet, 
please go do so. Um, it's just at JD Ingalls. And she just shares so much information there. And then also you have a private Facebook group. So tell us a little bit about how we can join that private Facebook group because I'm a part of it. And you're literally like always in there doing educational videos and like elaborating on your Instagram posts. So it's just incredible the amount of content you're pouring out. Thank you. There's that generator energy, right? (laughs) For real, when I'm lit up by something. Um, So it's just called Human Design with JD. So you can just search that on Facebook and it'll come up. And um, I would be happy to add you to the group. Um, We have like over 100 members now. And it's just such a thriving community now. People are so interested. Um, So it's so exciting because I just love sharing this information with people so much. Um, so yeah, it's completely free and, um, you can join, get your, uh, chart done and then you'll have a access to a free course that's called the human design blueprint in the unit section of our Facebook group. So you'll be able to get all the foundations, knowing your energy type, your strategy, your authority, your, um, signature and your not self theme. So those are kind of like the five keys that you really want to have a good solid understanding of when you are diving into your human design so that will all be free to you um and then I'm always popping in live to answer questions and to share a little bit more so I would love to have you and you also offer chart readings I do yeah so I offer one-on-one readings and I also offer something called life alignment notes it's my incarnation cross is the uh cross of alignment so um you can do a one-on-one reading with me where we'll go over every single aspect of your chart. So we'll really go in depth into your energy type, your strategy, your authority, all of the gates and the channels that are lit up and how they all work together, your incarnation cross, your profile. We'll get to learn all of that and then ask me any questions that you have. And then if you'd rather have it in written form um, and just do it that way, we can do life alignment notes. So, yeah. So cool. I love these offerings so much. And JD's already done a reading for me. And if you actually want to listen to my reading, you can go back and she's on the podcast and we actually do it in like real time. So, and we recorded it for you and shared it. So go check that out for sure. But thank you so much, JD, for sharing with us today how to really live in alignment with our energy type and how that can apply to our business. Thank you. Oh, I'm so happy to share. Thank you for having me. You'll be back. (laughs) 